everybody. Welcome to Bamcast Extra. It's episode 155. Wow. I know. It's great. I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. And we're back. We're just telling you it's going to be great. Oh, this is going to be so good. Yeah. We had a unique opportunity this week. Oh, yeah? This is this is something that you just don't get to do. Okay. Because... We get to do shit like this all the time. Not like this, oh, we okay. don't. Yes. No, uh, not like this. So last week we watched a movie called City on Fire, mm-hmm. which was a disaster movie about a city that was on fire. Yes. This week we watched 2001's A Blaze. <laughs> I like that you keep saying it like that. Like, Obviously it's A Blaze, which means to bluff. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. It's, yeah. it's fun to say it that yeah. way. Uh, this is a Jim Wynorski movie. Mm-hmm. Where he took, he purchased the stock footage, the effects footage from the film City on Fire, mm-hmm. and just made City on Fire again. <laughs> Basically, yes. Um, kind of taking out all of the quote-unquote detail and plot, really, and just made it dumber. Uh-huh. But I mean, keeping... I, I think it's a little more efficient. Sure. Um, yeah, well, well, we'll get there. Because uh, this movie's got things to say. It's it, you know all I'm saying like it's 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 of its time where where uh, I mean do we want to just jump right in the plot because I mean there's there's a before we get to the main plot there's a whole side opening plot which is some more stolen footage a, a pre credit sequence mm-hmm. of uh, cop Ice T on a case with fireman Jack Thomas <laughs> yeah he's a captain of a local fire unit yeah and he's the only one in that can uh, identify an arsonist right. And, or uh, firebug, as they keep saying. Luckily, the firebug just rolls up right where they are, not looking suspicious at all. Like with bolt cutters, <laughs> bolt cutters, and like a dark black duster, like classic duster. Yeah, it's like, gee, I wonder if he's doing crime. And uh, turns out he was. He was going to do some crime. Yeah, but he turns around and is like, okay, pigs, you can't shoot me because I'm wired. See, look at all this dynamite. Like, okay, strapped to me. <sighs> Sure. Well, I'm fine. We'll just go with it. <laughs> and Jack Thomas is like, that'll take out two city blocks. We have to go. <laughs> right. So he tosses like some makeshift hand grenade at them, which. Ex- I, I, all right. Here's the thing I understand. <laughs> he tosses what looks like the detonator right. for what for his strapped vest. And yeah. they're like, dive, get out of the way. <laughs> and it doesn't do anything. They just kind of like catch it and slap it away. Yeah. Like, you know what you should do when someone tosses you a baby. Right. Um, and swat, but, it, swat it to the ground. Yes. And um, but, but later. When he's re- when they reconfront him, they he uh, he uh, he threatens with the exact same thing. Yeah, uh, but anyway, it's uh, just for half a second they're like, "Hey, we got you," and he's like, "Hey, no, you don't. I've got a suicide bomber <laughs> vest on," and they're like, "Well, car chase time." Yeah. and it, as you pointed out, I was like, "I will say, yeah, because I think I've seen this movie, but it's been a really long time. Mm-hmm. It's not something that just jumps out of my brain like, oh, this, but it's all footage from." the movie striking distance with bruce willis yes it is um at first you even said it out loud you're like wow yeah i was like he's doing work i was like i've never seen jim wynorski (laughs) attempt to direct stunts yeah he didn't i I was gonna say like (laughs) this but then i just finished that 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 was the end of that thought actually i've never seen him direct stunts no um but this because this is crazy like cars creating extremely close to cameras like I remember two things about Striking Distance. I remember the twist of the movie, and I remember the first 10 minutes, which is this awesome-ass car chase. Yeah, like, that's the crazy thing, is go back and watch Striking Distance, because holy shit, yeah. this action sequence is insane. I mean, 
I saw Striking Distance in the theater, and when it was over, I was like, man, Bullet can fucking suck it. <laughs> this car chase, chase is fucking insane. They're hitting, <laughs> there's this street at a certain point that is just little hills, yeah. like, you know, San Francisco style hills. Mm-hmm. These cars are just launching and landing and launching and landing yeah. and launching and landing. It's crazy. Yeah. You should really watch Striking Distance. Sure. Uh, but this movie... Uses, or, you, or you could just watch this. <laughs> this movie, movie integrates the best parts of Striking Distance into it. Sure. With occasional cutaways to Ice-T and Jack Thomas in a car. Mm-hmm. Just going, hey, man, you're fired. You shouldn't drive like this and stuff. And Yes. It, you know, Ice-T's driving because, oh, man, what's it like being... You know, the initial is like, oh, it must be really boring being a fireman. He's like, really? Because we're on a stakeout as a cop. It's pretty fucking boring. Yeah. And then... After the firebug incident, he's like, I'm going to drive. And I see he's like, what? No, I am filling out the paperwork for. All right. Yeah. (laughs) But yes, crazy, crazy, crazy car chase happens. And eventually firebug, you know, gets out of the car. They both tumble down a hill in their cars and come to a stop to where they have just set up some tumbled over cars in a park to where Mm -hmm. this movie's actors get out of. Right. And firebug is just like, haha, what are you going to do now? And. Fireman he, Jack Thomas is just like well, he's got his back to him, and that's when yeah. he, he turns and and he's got the exact same detonator he threw at them in like five minutes ago, right? And, and starts to throw at them, and they just light him up with guns because he's also Ice T's given this fire captain a gun for some reason because he's like you haven't fired a gun before. He's like I shot my neighbor's rabbit pet rabbit, and it's like I think you might be a sociopath. Yeah, there's I mean, something wrong with you, dude. Um, like you know that's usually a warning sign. It's he's like, like it's fucking rabbit. He's man. like it's a really bad rabbit. It's like okay, I don't think so. It's fucking Donnie Darko over here. Yeah. But yeah, they light him up and this sets off a tiny spark of his massive detonation vest that he's wearing, mm-hmm. which sets him on fire. Now, he is two feet away from a huge body of water, makes no effort to get in that water. He just, oh, no, I'm on fire. I'm hot. Put me out. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he he just falls down dead on fire. And they're just like, so we're going to put him out. And they just go, nah. Well, he's like, you're the fire guy. Deal with it. And then he's just like. Eh, oh well, let them burn. <laughs> they walk away, and this is what leads in. Yeah, the now premise. the actual movie starts. Yeah, um, which is okay. The, the the police captain guy we just saw has mm-hmm. a younger brother who works for like the fire the, captain, the, like the huh, the fire captain. I'm sorry, yes, the fire captain has a younger brother who works like in the the headquarters, the fire headquarters, where Henry Fonda worked right. in City on Fire. Yes, but now <laughs> the guy is like, "You're our guy. Go get proof on this thing." Yes, wear a wire, do something. Right. So he's off to do whatever. Right. Um, we meet because uh, we're not done talking about who's in this movie. Oh, no, uh, we haven't even started. Yeah. So uh, Jack Thomas, who's who's John Bradley, which John really, Bradley, Jack Thomas there. <laughs> I'm just saying like he's he seems like a guy that should, should have been in a Bamcast movie, but I checked pretty far down. Don't think he was. He's like square jawed yeah. action guy looking mm-hmm. thing, but just didn't nope. whatever for whatever reason didn't make it. Uh, but yeah, his unit. Like the rest of his unit includes uh, one Mr. Michael Dudikoff. Yeah. As Daniels. Uh huh. <laughs> as the, he's the end of the movie because it says Michael Dudikoff as Daniels. You're like, ooh. Yeah. Great. Um, also, I mean, it's not a major part of this. He's the, he's the new kid. He's the college kid, but it's Michael Truco who's from Battlestar. Yeah. You know, before Battlestar. This was before Battlestar, but like, right. he's the young guy. Like, he's like, mm, I understand how fire propagates and, you know, and they're like, boring. Yeah. Fucking um, nerd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just fight fires. We don't really want to understand them. Don't bring your fucking science yeah. into this. <laughs> yeah. Water puts out fire. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. Um, but yes, 
onto because they're not important for a while. They're not important at all. Well, I mean, that that team, yes, oh, to be fair, that, that team is not necessarily important. That whole ladder unit, right. including the captain, is not going to be important for a little while nope. because it turns out that uh, younger brother is going to investigate uh, Mr. Mays, who is Tom Arnold, yeah. who's in this movie, Yay. and he's the, <laughs> I own the, the He o- owns the local the refinery. refinery, and... There is some explanation of we have to keep this refinery running 24 hours a day, seven days a week, or gas prices will skyrocket in this town, which is not how oil refining works in any way, shape, or form. No. It, you just don't pump it into the local economy. Mm-hmm. It's literally not how it works at all. No, but in this movie, it does. But they're just like, if we shut down to fix something that's broken, gas prices will go through the roof, and we can't have it. I that. mean, it's, it's just general shady businessman, like, oh, sure. we're cutting corners and blah, blah, blah. Right. And, and also, the, we find out later through the movie that younger brother has taken bribes and shit in the past right you know and ha- burned his brother uh you know and they just they don't speak because well they they literally think he burned his brother's wife yeah because like, she died in a fire uh set by another arsonist or something lots of arsonists in yeah. this town but because he didn't do a, a proper shaped feet <laughs> proper, <laughs> proper uh inspection of this building and then she died and he blames him for it and but it turns out yeah. he doesn't blame him for it yeah. And it's good because he didn't do it. <laughs> right. Uh, so that's what you got going on. But yeah. we're not even done with this cast because nope. Tom Arnold's assistant is William Zapka. Yeah. Which is who we see. Okay. So there's a dude waiting outside. This guy. I've seen this guy in a million things. I don't know exactly who he is, but he's panicking, like waiting outside the dude's office. And you're like, oh, we're doing this exact story of this guy going in, not getting the job he wants. He's going to light the place on fire. Right. He goes in and William Zapka is just like standing, you know, to the side of this big desk, like, Hi, I'm a henchman. And then fucking Tom Arnold just spins around Dr. Evil style in the chair like, I'm Tom Arnold. I'm the bad guy. Uh, But yeah, they're all in on whatever this is. They're just all like, we have to do crimes and let's go do them now. Get on it. Yeah, pretty much. I I honestly don't understand what they're doing. There's like the guy is coming. Do the thing. Uh Give him the thing to do the thing and. I, I will tell you where you know the other guy from. Okay. For you. Sure. The Rock. He's okay. In, he's in The Rock. Okay. I mean, he's in a bunch of other things, but like, I just figure... In his I top, see that guy all the time. In his top credit is listed The Rock. Fine. Fair uh, enough. But yes, okay. a, and a billion other things. Yeah. Um. So we find out that at this refinery, this movie's refinery, mm-hmm. uh, fuel is just already leaking into the town's water supply. Yeah, no no explanation. In the in the city on fire, the dude actually opens the valve and right. lets the fuel out. In this, it's just the fuel is pouring into the town's water supply. Mm-hmm. Um, but all the same triggers. Okay, so side story, like, you know, that he's investigating that and trying to get them, like, he's basically, like, the guy's like, wink, wink, you know, maybe we should give him a bribe, and yeah. he's like, maybe you should ask for a bribe and so we can get it on tape, because he's wearing this wire. Right. So all that's happening, and mm-hmm. but he's also kind of semi-doing his job, too, because, like, steam starts coming out of the place, and that's... It's like, hey, that's, that's bad. That's when the city on fire is about <laughs> to happen, but just like city on fire, the same dumb, like, little side plot happen- has to happen, which is just that there's this I mean it's an even dumber thing it's, it, the d- it's, 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 it's far dumber than City on Fire because at least City on Fire was like some older kids are like hey Billy come up here and smoke and Billy's like <laughs> I don't like to smoke and throws a cigarette out and sets the Onto place on a, fire a pile of old right. oily rags and newspapers this dumb mother little fucker like <laughs> this is the stupidest shit <laughs> it's his fucking birthday first off 
And he's got Mylar balloons and no fucking party yet. But his mom's like, I've got to go. <laughs> she's like already breaking up the cake and everything. It's just yeah. like, I've got to go away and lock you in the house. Anyway, just be good, Barry. Yeah, Barry. And Barry's like, oh, fuck yeah, mom's gone. There's the there's the Ohio blue tip matches and my fucking model airplane that I've wrapped in toilet paper. What happens if I set the front, front of my airplane on fire and throw it at the fucking wall? Oh, it starts a fire, Barry. <laughs> And of course, Barry's like, just immediately, like, I cannot get out of my house. <laughs> Happy birthday to the ground. I'm dying now. His entire room catches on fire in literally two seconds. Yeah. And he just goes, ah, and lays down on the ground. Yep. So this calls out the unit that right. we've already met, head, headed by Michael Dudikoff or yeah. whoever. This is, well, it's, it's headed by Jack uh, Thomas. Jack Thomas. But, <laughs> and this is the same basic plot because we have to separate the chief right. or the captain from this unit sure so he's the guy that ends up falling down the the double flight of stairs yes and then they drag him out and he's like oh <laughs> i'm burned and <laughs> well, okay this is what's stupid they all go into the house they immediately get buried and come out yeah and then they just wander around like anyone else and but it's like captain guy is like i'm gonna go check the the bedroom that is really on fire yeah i gotta go i gotta go science why this yeah. you know instead of like now Captain Jack Thomas tells rookie Battlestar guy, get out of my way, go back, mm -hmm. I'm doing this. He goes and does it, falls through the floor from footage from the first film, and then the, he goes, uh, or, or the kid goes back outside. And closes the door behind him. Like, <laughs> they all close like, the door behind him, like, the, don't let the fire out. The whole fucking building is, is ablaze, and they're like, well, you know, I wasn't raised in a barn. <laughs> Shut that door. Yeah. You want the fire? I'm not paying to, yeah. to fire the whole neighborhood. <laughs> it may be barn burning, but... I wasn't raised in the barn, but the barn, I don't know. God, they all shut the door. It's yeah, so it's, funny. It's so stupid. <sighs> but yeah, so then they're like, hey, Rook, where's the captain? He's like, but he, he told me two things and I done running. <laughs> and they're like, and oh, oh you, you, you fucking son of rookie a bitch. son of a bitch. <laughs> you never leave your captain. It's like, yeah. the captain told me to. He's the captain. <laughs> and they're like, you never listen to the captain again. You hear me? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do I just listen to your dumb ass? Uh, yeah, but they go rescue the captain. But of course, he has to get put in an ambulance and go to the hospital where everyone's going to meet up. By the way, the hospital, the hospital that yeah. is now, you know, about to become centrally important, because uh -huh. yep. if you're going to copy the entire movie, it's sure. all going to take place in the hospital. Yeah, this is the other message of this movie, because this is they literally say this is the HMO hospital, yeah. which is basically just like. Fuck you. Yeah. You can't get anything done. You're not on our plan. This place sucks. Yeah, this place <laughs> sucks. So it's just constantly like there's there's nurse. Um, what's her face? Uh, 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 Amanda Pays yep. is running around just going like, you know, like, oh, people need treatment and stuff. <laughs> and they're like, no, -uh, they're not covered. But like, but she's this lady right here. She got pregnant by her boss. And then the boss was like, you're pregnant. You're fired. So she lost her coverage. And they're like, oh, well, she should have kept her insurance. Eh, fuck her. Yeah. Nothing's changed, really. <laughs> I mean, really. No, it's... Yeah. Yeah. Wynarski's right about one thing. Right. <laughs> Healthcare sucks. Uh, but yeah, so she's just running around like, oi, like, people need help. <laughs> Amanda Pace is literally not running around like, oi. <laughs> it's not happening. But she's she's constantly thwarted at, at all times by this other lady, Carolyn Seymour, who is like... She's like sexy Romulan girl from several episodes of Next Generation, and mm -hmm. she's one of those people you've seen a billion times. She, so Tom Arnold has built this hospital. Yes. It is literally built with oil money. Yeah, it's it's May's, <laughs> a May's HMO hospital. Right. Yeah. So it's super shitty. Yeah. And somehow she has conspired with Tom Arnold to 
run the hospital as long as she does the worst possible job i think uh-huh well, turn ma- everyone away maximize profits <laughs> sure and you know minimize health care right i don't know also the mayor's in on it too yes spoilers he he is i mean it's just one of those like <laughs> we're all in the pocket of, of big maze here <laughs> and yeah. uh yeah you know and like just fuck everything um correct so this hospital is going on of course they drag dumbass motherfucking barry to this hospital and also you know chief uh, jack thomas yes and also because the city on fire is happening simultaneously these you know fire inspector brother guy is like <laughs> well, i'm saying fire inspector brother guy who's at the refinery is like yeah. hey steam which is basically just setting up that the two welders are down there and about to get two tickets to burning man gonna spark it yeah <laughs> and uh well he takes out a little pointy stick and dips it into this vent like, and he's mm. like well this is pure gasoline yeah. and william zapp is like well, gas no that's no, that's uh, a drain I, that's a drainage mm-hmm. and he's like well if that's a, that's even worse if it's a drainage thing because that means oh fuck it's city could be on fire and my favorite my favorite part of this entire movie is that when the when the refinery starts exploding mm-hmm. william zabka is in the middle of whatever dumb explanation he's giving and they shake the camera and everyone starts star trek falling over and he just stops he just stops mid-sentence and just stares and that's the best he could do to explain what's happening he's just like he freezes well he grabs onto like a pipe because yeah. like you know the whole thing is shaking yes and you know fire inspector brother dude is like trips and falls on this grate he falls over onto the vent right which okay for like half a second has flame shoot up a little tiny little like like a little yeah like like you could send your eyebrows on a on a charcoal grill kind of flame yes and then a bunch of steam this not immediately but this murders him like (laughs) They run over and they do this like we're going to peel him back and show you that his entire skull is gone right. or something. And it's just a little bit of damage to his face. And mm-hmm. you're like, oh, well, he's OK. Yeah, he should be fine. You yeah. Know, he's just got like a just take him to HMO hospital. He'll yeah. be fine. <laughs> just put some butter on it. He'll uh, be fine. But I'll just go ahead and say he's fatal. He's mortally oh, wounded he by is, this. He is absolutely <laughs> mortally wounded by this. In fact, like. They flip him over. It's like, oh, he's going to be fine. And William Zabko's, of course, like, leave him. Yeah. Let him die. He's, he's gone. He, you know, um, <laughs> he's and dead And the other guy's like, no, he's going to be our only friend when this goes to court. He's like, fine. So they throw him in his fire truck, which is literally just like a box. It's, va- a, box like, it's, a, it's a moving truck. Yeah. Um, but they, they load him up the back of, back of this. And this is where he declines, like, or decries that I am dying. Here's the tape from the wire. Also, there's a very <laughs> important file in my desk. If I die, go get that file and get it to my brother, Jack Thomas. And uh, and it's like okay, and William Zabka is just like that's the other thing. It's like there's no intrigue. William Zabka is li- literally just listening to this. Yeah, he's the- like, what's that? All right. Yeah, and he's just like, oh, okay, I heard that. Yeah. And um, so when they get him to the hospital, he immediately goes into, we got to get that fucking file. Here's a gun. Yeah. Now, this dude is being led into a hospital at gunpoint, and it never at any point goes, hey, <laughs> I know I'm in a crowded place. You're fucked if you shoot me. Yeah. He has a gun, mm-hmm. but of course they meet up with Tom Arnold, and as you pointed out, who cleverly goes, well, you need to go get that fucking file, but you smell like shit. Go change your clothes. So that they go change their clothes into the clothes of the of the paparazzi, dudes. the paparazzi dude and the no, it is. The, it's just two paparazzi guys, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. No, no. What it is, it's paparazzi guy going to get his paparazzi photos. Yes. And the psychopath. Uh, firebug who started the city on fire right finds the you know so they basically 
our our stool pigeon that works for the refinery yeah. is going to be our psychopath from City on Fire. William Zabka is going to be the paparazzi guy. Right. So he runs into the office, does the same thing. I've got to get the photos and, <laughs> you know, sets himself on fire. Yeah. And then fucking runs outside and gets, you know, like run over by a sh- chubby Cobra Kai. And just, yeah. <laughs> just a no, chubby Vega drives no, by. No fucking mercy. And mm-hmm. Zabka is launched into the air and yeah. dead immediately. Because and then the car just goes into fucking turbo boost it, mode. It, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so now the other guy is like got the fire, or, you know, got the. Well, he goes over and like the, the file folders just singed a little yeah. bit, and he stomps it out, and he's like, "Ha I have yeah. the evidence now. Ah, I must get this to Jack Thomas. Yeah, take this to the hospital." So, and this is the funny thing, because like, where is this file? Was like the is this ever going to actually mean anything in City on Fire? Like he literally like some other shit happens because like huh. we we find out, hey, surprise, Jack Thomas knows Amanda pays because just like he's like, "Hey, professor." <laughs> And like, she's like, oh, hey, Jock. And he's like, oh, that's, that's a, yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, Jock. And um, <laughs> he's just like, yeah, a Jock with a master's degree in yeah. English lit, yeah. which doesn't explain why I'm a fire captain, but whatever. Yeah. You know, kind of fell into this job. Can't do anything right except one thing, mm-hmm. which he said, this is now the second time he said, I could do one thing really good. Mm-hmm. The rest of everything I suck at. And yeah. it's like, oh, this is going to pay off so well at the end. Mm-hmm. No, he never has a special skill unless it's fucking. Uh, That's exactly what he's talking about. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's to be assumed because the, A, it's a Jim Wynorski movie and B, when you never say it, it's fucking. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I mean, every song that's ever written, if they don't directly say it, it's fucking. Totally is fucking. Yeah. Um, but here's what what's funny is like they have this brief interaction. uh Jack Thomas doesn't learn that his brother is like two rooms down from him for a while, no. but the 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 stool pigeon guy with the file in his hand immediately just asks for the you know fire inspector brother dude. Yes, um, and to which he's led to, and he's like, "Go get it to Jack Thomas," and he's like, "Yeah, oh yeah, that's right, that's what you told me. Yeah, your brother Jack Thomas. I'll get it. I'll get it." <laughs> and like he's just like, "Trust me, I'm dying. Believe me, cigarette burn on my face. I'm, I'm totally dead." And uh, <laughs> so he walks out and it's just like well I gotta find Jack Thomas and that's when they're having their moment of like oi Jack Thomas you know <laughs> and he's like wait did you say Jack Thomas oh well here you go this is for you <laughs> and it's like oh okay all that uh, mystery's immediately solved he's the, got the file and, the proof <laughs> yeah yep. Does, waits to call the fire chief until the last sure. five minutes of the movie well because there's a firestorm uh, that's true yes we have to do all that stuff yeah because yes basically you know all, also, all these people are now in the hospital and the hospital is in danger of, you know, having the oxygen sucked out of it. Basically. Yeah. So there's more characters in this hospital. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The the Barry Newman character from the first movie is this other dude who's not important. Really. He's just working. Uh, who's Barry Newman? He was the lead in City on Fire. Oh, oh the, the, the curly headed doctor. Oh, guy. yeah. The, the vanishing point guy. Yes. That is, OK. Yes. OK. Um, But so he's got sort of a stand in character for him. But he's Schneider from once one day at a time. I wouldn't even. Well, I guess he's the guy who does the jump at the end. I mean, he's that's true. He's the main male doctor of this hospital. Yeah. I mean, well, I would say like Amanda Pays' character is more actually his character because she's the only one that's like the voice of reason of like, right. hey, we've got to do shit. Sure. He's just the one that's like has his personality of like, ah, my wife number three and I'm going <laughs> golfing and I'm going to fuck everything that moves, yes. you know, and all that. But, you know, otherwise, it's just like he's just, you know. Uh-huh. doing his thing and running around like ah, I guess yeah. now that the shit's gotten real like basically his real job is like everyone's a shit in this in this hospital except for Amanda Pays and then there's one friendly nurse who's uh 
Fuck, what's she from? Uh, she was the maid on Different Strokes after Mrs. Garrett left. Okay, yes. I was like, I know her, know her from a thing. I just couldn't yeah. place it. But she's like the only friendly, you know, nurse in this. Yes. Who's like, oh, well, she's you know. the Shelley Winters character. Right. Um, Although they fucking swerve us on that shit. Uh, they sure do. <laughs> but, uh, you know, she's the only one that's like in, in support of helping whoever needs it, including this, you know, unemployed pregnant lady. Everyone else is like, well, fuck her. And uh, and even the doctor's like, I don't give a shit. I'm going golfing in 20 minutes. And she's like, emergency firestorm is happening. And then finally he gets his gas and gear and like is like, OK, let's save people. Yes. So he stops being a shit heel. Everyone else is, continues to be a shit heel. Um, but, yeah, it's this is the plot you think this is the city on fire plot. I mean, we're in the hospital and we got to get people out. Okay. They at this point, by the way, ice tea gone disappeared. No police yeah. necessary no. for this midsection. Now they go back to like the fire headquarters, which is not a cool art deco weird no. ass place. It's just a water treatment facility or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they flat out just repeat dialogue from city on fire. Yeah, pretty like, much. Yeah, like straight the, up just explain that it's sucking all the oxygen out and mm-hmm. it's a firestorm and all of that, which I'm pretty sure they were going to call this movie that until the Howie Long movie. Yes, because uh, totally. it's, it's like even branded at the end of the movie firestorm productions yeah. and all that. Like whenever you see that, it's like, oh, this was originally called that. And then, yep. yeah, no. Um, yeah. So it's basically it's that. Yeah. I mean, at some point, Jack finds his brother right before he dies. They have this whole like reconciliation. It's like, I know I took a lot of bribes, but I definitely didn't take the one that killed your wife. I know that. And uh, remember the time we went fishing? That was really great. And just he just dies in mid-story. <laughs> they yell at Schneider to come in and bring him back, and he's just like, bring him back. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, well. Not save him. Bring him back. <laughs> yeah, bring him back. Uh, yeah. It, so it, it doesn't work. They shock him twice and then just go, nah, sorry. That, that cigarette burn on his face was just too deep. Yep. Dead. And it's like, really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Is this not a ruse of some kind? Which is because- funny because like when he dies, two seconds later, if they're going down the hallway, you know, like the 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 steerage that doesn't even get a room. Yeah. The, you know, the cast offs of this of this cast. Right. Where it's just like they go down the hallway and there's a dude who's like got a way worse burn down oh, the side yeah. of his face. And he's just like face talking to his wife. Freddy Krueger. Just like, well, yeah. this sucks. Put some butter on it. I yeah. guess. Yeah. And he's just talking to his wife like, oh, well, I'm fine. You know, I got a will to live. I, I'm like this fuck over here. Yeah, that guy. Fuck that guy. Uh, yeah. So I this really is when City on Fire kicks in f- mm-hmm. because it's just, all right, we got to get everybody out of the hospital, water tunnel, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's like any, I mean, they spend a lot more time on the pregnant lady. because They sure do. There's a whole thing. like So they've, it's, it's a weird timing thing because for a while it's like, hey, emergency. And then it's just like, doopy doopy doo. Yeah, like really Some not people that in the hospital aren't aware that there's an emergency because right. they're just walking around doing their Sure. their business but i mean like by the time they sound the alarms like they they hit like a oh fuck panic button at a certain point yeah and people still kind of mill about and also like they're in the middle of the evacuation when they're like well well we gotta this lady's gotta give birth like we yeah. don't have a choice it's just it's coming yeah do it um i also will say they murder tom arnold and the evil administrative lady yeah real early in this yeah like they're the ones that like as soon as the national guard's like well Last fucking truck, because, you know, I I don't know. Fuck y'all. We're just... They're like, get on the truck. And someone says, hey... What are you doing? And there's just a, like, there's a news crew that was here. Yes. And so it's the same cam- as before. It's, yeah. It's the camera guy is there. And it's just like, hey, mm-hmm. that's not a full truck. We need patients. They're like, they need help by the river. Bye. <laughs> and then, you know, immediately two seconds later, the boom. fireball hits them and they're the ones who die on the truck. Yeah. So they're dead. Uh-huh. Um, also, at some point, 
acclaimed television star Kathy Lee Crosby has shown up in the hospital uh-huh. uh, as the camera pans up her to reveal it's Kathy Lee Crosby. And she is just like, hi, I was bored and I thought I would come help. Yeah. And they're just like, get the fuck. Oh, wait, you're Elizabeth Sherman. And, yeah. and like I was going, OK, they're they're showing this like this is some person I should know who this is. Mm-hmm. But you said she's just one of those people who's famous. She was very reasons? famous in the 70s and early 80s for being a person who would come on television and be vaguely famous. I mean, there's not she was originally Wonder Woman before they recast it. Mm-hmm. But it's it's there's nothing you can point to and go, oh, right. Kathy Lee Crosby. Right. It's just little things here and there. Yeah, I mean, like most of her almost most of her filmography is like an, a, an appearance on sure. a show. I was on the Fall Guy once right. and I was on this. One I mean, she's and- been in a few movies, but it's just like the the way they treat her in the reveal. It's just like I was very confused yeah. because I'm not I mean, I'm somewhat on right up on things. But I mean, well, because they go one step further because she goes to help bury the stupid ass child mm-hmm. and the child's like oh my god elizabeth sherman could yeah. you put some spells on me like you do on tv and i'm like the fuck are they referencing yeah i, I, I appreciate they're, they're trying to do some kind of analog of you're a famous tv star for this one role that everyone knows but she's not mm-hmm. she's just famous for being around and working <laughs> kind of yeah <laughs> so it's really strange i mean it's also i'm just looking through her credits I, I'm fascinated. I, I actually need to learn more about this lady sure. because she's one of the people who was in the player, Robert Altman's the yes. player as herself. Right. And it's like, why? Yeah. It's just like, I, I, I guess, you know, maybe if you were just like you said, watching television, you know, Battle of the Hollywood Network stars or whatever yeah. and things like that, where yeah. she'd show up or Hollywood squares or some shit. It's like, I, I think it was just stuff like that. And she was probably a model at some point, which no, is sure. hard to figure out on her IMDb filmography. Right. I'm just saying it's, 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 it, it's a very strange reveal in a movie from this time period where I'm just like, yes, and right, you know, like, yeah, I don't. Who is this? Like, I would have had a better time if like Bruce Valanchard showed up and be like, oh, hey, it's the guy from the Hollywood Squares. It's like it's, Bruce Valanchard. Well, I would have gone with maybe Paul Lind or <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I'm just like Bruce Bruce Valanchard. Obviously, he's a writer and stuff sure. like that, but like. He's a guy that's like, sure, he looks like a human Muppet, but it's like, why are you famous except the fact that you were always on Hollywood Squares? Yeah. I mean, the Jim J. Bullock was on a fucking sitcom before he was always on Hollywood Hollywood Squares. You right. know what I'm saying? It's like, there are certain people who are just like, oh, I know who you are because you constantly are on this thing. Like, literally, like, <laughs> yeah. you're a Colin Mockery. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. I know who you are because you have always been on this thing. Yeah. I mean, she apparently was a professional tennis player, but okay. like, sure. still, none of that plays into how they're billing her no, character no, no, to be. No. It's like, right. oh, you're famous television star Kathy Lee Crosby. Mm-hmm. But uh. yeah, okay. Anyway, so yeah. she also, for whatever reason, becomes the lady who tries to make the run out of the hospital and <sighs> dies on fire for two straight. Yeah, minutes. well, because they do this dumb thing, like they cut back and they're like, "Hey, remember Michael Dudikoff?" And, the, and these people <laughs> are in this movie. Of course, they're going to be the ones like, "Oh shit, we forgot ladder 13. They can go in and like do the. Well, the, the fire chief told them to, when the city starts on fire, the chief is like, "Stand down, guys. Just hang out, wait for their yeah, instructions." Well, your, like, cap, your captain's, you know, in the <laughs> hospital, so obviously you guys can't handle it. So just yeah, just fucking don't do shit. <laughs> yeah, so they're like, "Oh so shit!" They're just fucking sitting in the firehouse, yo-yoing and shit, just like. Whoa. And it's uh, weird. It's weird because when they do the like, well, just go sit back and wait for orders. Dudikoff's like. 
you really think we're going to do this? Hell no, we're not. And then, and then they do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's what's funny. It's like, I was like, oh, we're gonna, they're going to cut to them in the middle of like, fuck your orders. We're, we're saving people anyway. We're going to rogue firefight. But no, yeah. they just fucking sit on their asses yeah. and wait for a phone call. Yep. So yeah, they get the call and they're the ones who set up the, the, the water, water tunnel, but which again, can't quite reach to the hospital. No. But so they're like, before they decide, hey, maybe we should get our own hose. They're like, I wonder how hot it is out there. And they're and the, the, the captain guy, actually, Jack Thomas actually goes, well, I guess we won't know until someone goes out there and tries. But I guess that's my job. You know, I'm the guy to do that. And, yeah. and so, you know, the Crosby, yeah, Kathleen Crosby hears this and it's just like, oh, well. I'm going to bundle myself up like a homeless lady and be the one that, you know, yes, that I'm going to put on the outfit that the lady died in in the first film. Yep. And then just run and in. then go out there and also die. Yep. I, it, there's <laughs> Mm-hmm. You oh. give you give that role to someone in the hospital who's almost dead. If that's the way you're rewriting it or something, not glamorous former television personality Elizabeth Sherman who is just there because she's fucking I mean, bored. I mean, honestly, <laughs> it, like here's the way you do it because it would have been even better if Tom Arnold had gotten on that truck by him fucking self and yeah. taking off as one dude. Now, granted, there's only one other person here, but there's your chance to like, you know, try to redeem, try to redeem, yeah. but also like also at the same time, fuck you, you're on fire. Right. You know, like that would have been a good point for Vivian to die. Yes. Why wasn't it the evil nurse lady? Because she Amanda Pace confronts her at one point and is like, mm-hmm. boy, be a normal human being. Right. And that's what that- I'm saying. It should have been her, <laughs> you know, because but yeah, she just dies on the truck with with Tom Arnold for yeah. no reason when, you know, it literally could have just been him being a super asshole. Like I'm taking an entire, you know, National Guard truck by myself. Yeah, it, but, it's weird because what happens is that the movie then becomes we have to use the footage from City on Fire yep. and therefore we have to funnel these characters into as close as we possibly can to who they were in city on fire. Yep. And it just, it breaks like none of it makes sense. It's yeah. just people start dying because including the random fire in the broom closet <laughs> it, with the, like the laundry room. The, yeah, the laundry room that just... And they literally just show the nurse from the city mm-hmm. on fire, open the door and get fucking nuked yep. <laughs> to which, yeah, you know, Schneider finds her and is like, Oh no. Oh, uh, <laughs> he finds her because that what that's what was causing the low pressure on the hose because right. her burned corpse fell on the hose. Yeah, it's not even like the first one that the hose was burning through. Right. It's just that like her, her yeah, she, she was crimping the hose yep. with her dead fucking body because she dared to open the laundry room that fucking backdrafted all over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, and he just kind of gives a look because like, you know, he's just like, oh, damn, I never got to sleep with her anyway. <laughs> One day at a time, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> this seems like a kind of movie that would have him say that. Yeah, at some point. <laughs> might as well. I mean, I mean, if you're already like, oh, we're, we're making this for an audience that's just going to be like, oh, it's Kathy Lee Crosby. I mean, then everyone it's else is Schneider. Yeah, he was in infinitely more television episodes of of TV than Kathy Lee Crosby was. Mm-hmm. Um. Literally, her last line of dialogue is telling Jack Thomas to help her find a better agent. It's like, wait, did you actually say that? Like, <laughs> yeah, because I'm in a blaze. I'm in a Jim Wynorski movie. Or is it like, yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah. But yeah, so she's dead. And then, um, like I said, it, it it's weird because they, they keep feeling like they're getting to the last patients. Yeah. And then like. All of a sudden, like they're six, like, "Hey, we six, found another room six of patients." More <laughs> like, "Oh shit, we totally forgot about these people." But lady, lady, like, there's a whole dumb side plot where ladies giving birth via C-section because it's like, "Well, we don't have time to wait." No, and then it's like, it "Oh no, the generators. She's she's uh, her knockout gas. We only have what's in the tube." <laughs> she's 
<laughs> this is the fucking Joker. In yeah. <laughs> knocked out gas. What anesthesia? The penguin opens up his umbrella and it's knockout gas. <laughs> Take it, pregnant lady. <laughs> yeah, you got it. That, that was actually what happened in this movie. It was pretty funny. Um, all right, fine. The anesthesia. For whatever reason, even though it's a fucking gas and is not based on electricity delivering it, yeah, no. it's called a pressurized tube. And yeah. but anyway, they're like, "Oh no, she it's, might start feeling she, something yeah, at any time. You better hurry up and, and get that baby out of her because she's gonna wake up." And it's, there's a whole like, "Oh no, her fingers twitched," and then it's like, "Well, baby's here. Quick, <laughs> sew her up before she wakes up." I th- it's it's hilarious because like she twitches and it's like, "Oh dear God, she's gonna feel it." And Amanda Pays just holds up the baby like. Nah, I got the baby out. Yeah. All good. It's like, no, she's wide open. <laughs> yeah. She's going to feel that. But yeah, anyway, they, they roll her out and everything's fine. Now, they have the the photographer for the TV crew is dressed like the the guy who yep. set the city on fire. Yep. So when it's his turn to run out, he's the one that the scaffolding falls on. Mm-hmm. Which he was being super helpful, by the way. They, yes. They, they were painting like, oh, the media, fuck the media, because at first they're just in the way, and Amanda Pace is like, oi, get the fuck out of the way. Not just in the way, they're just like, get that, tight on that, oh, and, film that. Well, and, yes, and, and they're, being, uh, they're, they're being a tool of Vivian's who's like, this is a fucking commercial, we're going to have so many patients. Yeah. Oh, they're going to love this. <laughs> Look at how many like, yeah. burn victims we have. <laughs> have so- you been burned? Come on down to HMO Hospital. Uh, call 555 Maze. We're literally built on oil. <laughs> yeah. So he runs out and the scaffolding falls on him. So in this movie, it's a tragedy. Mm-hmm. In the other one, it's like, yeah, that's what you get, asshole. Mm-hmm. But in City on Fire, Shelly Winters was the one who ran back over to help yep. and gets crushed. But in this... It's the it's the reporter lady mm-hmm. while the Shelly Winters lady is just standing there watching this like, oh, no, oh, no. but she lives. Yeah, it's she like does. the one only swerve they do with this movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they decided let her live, although it was unnecessarily cruel to kill Shelly Winters in the first one, I think. But mm-hmm. I get, but, I get well, Shelly Winters had it in her contract that she had to die. Oh, in yeah, a disaster. Movie. Absolutely. Yeah. This lady. No. Yeah. She was she was going <laughs> to call Captain Disaster. She she died by water, fire, you know, eventually get all of them. But right. yeah. Right. I mean, heart was going to be like no problem. That, that's guaranteed. Uh, yeah, uh, which actually I think we I think we determined last week that it was a combo. It was it was water and heart. Yes, in Poseidon Adventure. Yeah, I think we yeah. established that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but yeah, so she's fine, and and you know gets to the ambulance, and then it's like it's down to Schneider, uh, uh, Amanda Pays. Amanda Pays, and the and and Jack Thomas. Yes, and um. It's it's real it's it's also real dumb because Schneider ends up being the one that has to do like the the hit the big ass ramp jump. Yes. While you can clearly see Leslie Nielsen going, Come on, <laughs> come on, get over here. <laughs> yeah, the ghost of Leslie, Leslie Nielsen is it's like, like come, Hey, come on. Mate, you can do it. Yeah. It's weird. It's the one bit of stock footage where you could see an actor from the original film. Yeah. Because, uh, like that that was the other thing, is like, remember how much we were remarking remarking last week that like they intentionally have no sign of what city. It's all municipal, yes. city, fire, everything. Like, it's just, this could be any city, USA. Right. Except for the beginning when it's all the striking distance footage where they're Pittsburgh. clearly supposed to be in New York, but, the, you know, they're saying New York shit, but then they're talking about Pittsburgh. Yeah. Or there's Pittsburgh. And it's, crop it's all filmed in LA, so. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's weird because uh, Schneider has to hit the big-ass ramp, mm-hmm. but he's not the last one out. No. Jack Thomas is. Jack Thomas doesn't hit the big ass ramp. He does not. Because there is no stock footage of that. Correct. He just stumbles upon 
<laughs> yeah, he's just walking along the yeah. sidelines. He's like, oh, which, which oh, is no. weird. Like, <laughs> Schneider, yeah, you fell yeah, down. Yeah, Schneider just like was like, oh, that big ass ramp took it out of me. I'm going to take a little nap on this, st- this stoop here. And he's like, hey, come on, I'm a fireman. Carry you, like you know, that's what I'm we're supposed to do. And then, and then it's so funny because it's like Dudikoff and everyone's like, it's the captain. I know we haven't helped, we haven't run out into the fire to help anyone yet, but let's do it for the fucking captain. God damn it, we're gonna save our dumbass captain. Yeah. So yeah, they run over there and help him like the rest of the way out. It's like, why didn't you do that for all the other whatever? Yeah. But then, then <laughs> in this one, instead of it just be like, all right, well, the hospital is probably gonna catch on fire like everything else is then then they're like get back the fucking firestorm's <laughs> coming jesus god in heaven get down and well they have dubbed in everyone saying firestorm yes fire, firestorm's coming firestorm oh my god firestorm so it's like yeah that's what this movie was going to be called right uh but yeah but i mean this this like the hospital was like you know the opposite of day after tomorrow because like <laughs> as soon as this firestorm hits the hospital it's just like a fucking nuke goes off yes. because they've enhanced the, the oh, original yeah, they, explosion they, they put in like the 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 undiscovered country praxis moon energy wave coming out of the fire and everything mm-hmm. yeah they they've they've enhanced <laughs> yep uh but yeah um but you know all the people who kind of weren't assholes except for the camera guy are live yeah and then it's just like your little denouement where 56 people died including two people of our news team tragically uh anyway you know all we can do now is try to rebuild no mention of like once again no one mentions that the city has put out the fire yeah oh and also <laughs> also he he stopped and called uh, um jack thomas stopped and called the fire chief yes in like the last five minutes when like they were thought the evacuation because there's a whole dumb swerve where amanda pays like i'm gonna go do one last sweep and they're like oh no she's gonna die because schneider goes to look for him and it's like get the fuck out of yeah he's like did you find anyone she's yeah. like nope we did it right the first time yeah. it's like get the fuck out yeah yeah but he calls the fire chief and yeah gives them all the info yeah and the fire chief, the mayor Yells was like, the mayor. yeah, the mayor was just like, hey, let's hit the links. And he's yeah. like, yeah, you're going to hit the links while you're getting pounded in the ass. In I mean, because ah. the mayor, the mayor, unlike the mayor being at the hospital, like yeah. in the in the last one, he just shows up at the fire command center or whatever. Yes. And he's just like, you can't evacuate yeah. the city, the voters and blah, blah, yeah, blah. It's Friday <laughs> rush hour. Like, come on, the yeah. voters and stuff. And Don't it's like, vote me out. I said, it's I'm, like, I'm the mayor of Flamityville. <laughs> it's like your fucking town's going to explode, dude. Yeah. What do you don't evacuate. Yeah. But yeah, then the fire chief is just like, yeah, well, your ass is going to prison and pretty much getting yeah. fucked in it. So, yep. Uh, yeah. Um, and then Ice T just wanders back into the scene, like, hey, like, Jack Thomas, what's like, up? Yo, you want to go to the police academy? <laughs> He's like, oh, hey, you, nice to see you. Here's you should f- totally go to that because there's going to be like more sequels to that than there is this fucking piece of shit movie. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know why he's Italian now. Uh, yeah, the Italian Ice T. I can't. That'll get you real drunk. I- <laughs> I mean, the movie was ablaze, but our, our scientists are ablaze thanks to yes, Mother Nature right. being a, a, a dirty whore. A dirty whore. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but he rolls back up and Jack Thomas is like, hey, got a file of evidence for you about stuff. And mm-hmm. Ice-T is like, yeah, cool. Yeah, I'll take partial credit. Bye. <laughs> See ya. Uh, and then Jack Thomas and, and Amanda Pays are just like, hey, she's like, sorry about your brother again. Yeah. yeah he yeah, he said I should fuck you. Yeah, he's like, he's like you're, he said you're kind of a shit because you need to get fucked. Uh, is that the one good thing you're good at? So you're kind of a shit because you need to get fucked. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't put directly like that, but close enough. as well. A bit. Is that the one good thing you're thing yeah. you're good at? But uh, uh, that uh, question is never answered. It's not. No. no. Uh, I do need a question answer that you said would be explained later. Okay. Jim Wynorski took a pseudonym for this movie. Yes. Okay. So 
Jim Minorsky and Fred Olin Ray in particular have a lot of pseudonyms for movies. Okay. The reason for that, by their explanation, is that when they would sell movies to cable, cable would be like, I'm not taking four fucking Jim Minorsky movies. Okay. So if they made up different names for each one, they'd be like, oh, okay, this is by a different guy. Gotcha. So it didn't seem like Jim Minorsky was cranking out. I was just curious if like there was a period of time where it was like, oh, Jim Minorsky's a pest or, or no, like a just like... Sex pest? Yeah, I, I don't know. Just <laughs> pest of any kind. Has to work under an alias? Yeah, I didn't no, know. No, I, th- I think that was it, it was for distribution Okay, for either uh, stateside cable or overseas or, or, or sales or something. DVD it, whatever bullshit, the, yeah. yeah. It was just like, we can't just, no more Jim Wynorski movies. No one gives a shit. <laughs> okay. So, because yeah, you see a Jim Wynorski movie, you go, ah, I don't want to rent another one of those, but this one's directed by Jay Andrews. Let's watch that. Yeah, it is. Good job, Jay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this movie is over. Mm-hmm. It, it ends with a freeze frame, just basically like fires consume a lot of stuff and <laughs> cost yes. a lot of money. <laughs> fires consume a lot of stuff. The end. Yeah. Okay. So now we have a unique opportunity to re-rate the first film because now it's been populated by different actors and kind of a different story. Uh-huh. So what do you think? Uh, I liked it. It was better <laughs> than City on Fire. Okay. Mostly due to the fact that people are reacting more like you should when the city's on fucking fire. <laughs> like there's a sense of urgency in this movie, uh, more so than, you know, city on fire where they're just like, Oh no. Right. Uh, my city, she's on fire. <laughs> uh, plus, I mean, I, you know, I, I immediately declared, I was like, Holy fuck. I need to go watch striking distance. Yeah. Now. It is a good trailer for striking distance. I'll say that. Yeah. It's not a good trailer for city on fire. No, but it's all the best bits of city on fire. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I mean, cause you get every grant page, pratfall off of whatever high height yeah i mean that's the thing is like there's in my opinion there is zero reason to watch city on fire because this exists and that's a strange thing to say yeah i mean it's it, it's like a remix where it's like okay yeah that's you did cut out all the shitty bits uh, okay so i'll it, it's it's would you want to go ahead and read it before i i know I, I don't know that was just commenting just a preamble yeah i i think it's hard to rate something that has clearly has like taken a bunch of puzzle pieces of other movies laid them down and then has just written around them oh yeah that that that's a wholly different process that's a wholly different thing that has happened oh i mean this is this is clearly like i could see that they wrote the script like with like a string theory board of like yes we've got to go f- get from here to here yeah oh also they need to put the clothes on so that the footage matches <laughs> i mean honestly like it's Okay, when this started, I was, and I was like, this is a, a 2000, 2001 movie, depending on where you look. Mm-hmm. How the fuck is that, you know, because this is clearly shot on, like, modern day cameras, right. possibly digitally. Um, you know, if it was, it's it's good digital. It's not that shitty, you know, mid-90s digital. Right. Uh, but I was like, how the fuck is this 70s footage going to look? Obviously, it looks a little out of place. It doesn't look as out of place as I thought it was going to. Some shots look wildly out of sure. place, especially whenever they're showing that street or the matte painting stuff. That looks sure weird. Um, but that looked weird in the original movies. It so. did. And so two things that are weird about the stock footage. One is that like the town basically being a giant fucking inferno that they kept showing in city on fire. Mm-hmm. They never show that they show that one building explode, right. but they never cut back to it or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that's weird is that City on Fire used stock footage. Mm-hmm. This movie uses that footage of them watching stock footage, and that is fucking bizarre. Except I like, I, okay, so if you're going to do that, I like the way they do it. They do it 
that it's on the monitors in the sure. fire command center. Sure. So it's like, okay, this is going to look extra shitty. Put it on a <laughs> shitty, you know, 13-inch TV in the fire station yeah. that we're watching what's going on around the city. It's it's strange. I'm saying it's it's very weird to say because, I mean, I don't how I don't, how many Jim Wynorski movies have we actually watched? It's not, not many. The 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 like the Corey Haim right de- demolition movies. And yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Maybe like, one or two, Final Voyage, I think, was one. I understand that it's a very weird thing to say because this is like rating Silent Night, Deadly Night Part Two. Sure, sort of. Except like sure. Be, um, that's a little different because it, it's acknowledging something that existed using existing footage. Right, but then it's also still 45 minutes of that footage. Correct. Um, this is a little weird because like I feel like this is pretty deftly cut together oh, for yeah. being a mostly stock footage movie. It's, it's not awesome, but it's I had fun with it. Like yeah. it was like it was fun just as you said as the experiment of, experiment of watching it right after sitting on fire and going, "Okay, clearly that clearly that there's that Mm -hmm. you know all that stuff but this one's just like this completely to me erases the need to watch city on fire like ever yeah um i still don't know like what to rate it though okay like um i i think even this maybe feels generous but like i'm I'm torn between the two or three jocks. And okay. that's, that's really weird. I'm actually going to go three. All right. And, and and I know that like from a filmmaking perspective, I should be angry at the, 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 the reliance on using other movies footage, mm-hmm. but it works in service of this thing so well. Yeah. That's what's so bizarre about it. And then you just like throw in a cavalcade of like our kind of people. Definitely. I mean, even if we did not have a podcast with alums on it, this is a cast of B movie performers where you're like, okay, yeah, I'm happy to see these people. Yeah, they're all working. I right. mean, you know, Michael Dudikoff does absolutely nothing that in any way indicates that he used to be an action star. Oh no, yeah, he just talks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what's really weird is that all the firefighters have this this chant that they do in the beginning, which is nobody burns, mm-hmm. and it seems like that's going to be a thing. That they chant all throughout the water tunnel thing, but of course, if you re- remember what stock footage they have to use, that's not going to apply. Yeah, a few people are going to burn. But no one ever says it again. <laughs> no, not really. And probably right after their captain got burned, where they were like, well, that slogan yeah. sucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's just, it's it's weird. You get a, you get a, a like a, a bookended iced tea. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you know. If, if your mom's in the room, Kathy Lee Crosby's on screen, you know, she can go, oh, yeah, she was on. That's incredible. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. yeah. So three jocks. Yeah, I, okay. I think so. It feels sure. it feels it feels very weird to say, but I I enjoyed this dumb little thing. OK, um, I can I can reverse course on City on Fire. I gave that one bag. I can give this a jocks. I think it's for what we do. I, it was a more entertaining experience. I think watching the first, I keep wanting to say the first one, uh, watching City on Fire, I, I was impressed by a lot of the logistics of the stunt stuff that they were doing and the fire stuff and everything. But the the story, like the, the anytime people were involved, it was like, this yep. sucks. Yep. This is the opposite. I'm just like, well, that's all the good stuff from City on Fire. And you've put people in it I give a shit about. And they're doing even dumber shit that's entertaining to me. And there's kind of the fun of, are they going to one-to-one this whole thing with everybody? Right. And they mostly do, except for Shelley Winters' character. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, they got to say, you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's, 
it's a, I don't know how I would feel about this movie if I had never seen City on Fire or if I saw it a year after seeing City on Fire. This is just a very... And you can have this experience, too, because both of these movies are on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. So if you want to do what we're doing, go right ahead. But I would say that if you had to pick between one or the other, just watch a blaze because a blaze <laughs> because it's got the people in it that we like. Mm-hmm. And I, I swear, if you've never seen Striking Distance, you're going to be fucking blown away by the beginning of this movie. Yes, because that matches I, really well. I cannot sell all that because it's like there is so much crazy shit that happens. There is like cars whipping past stuntmen at incredibly close distances. There's uh like a side-by-side chicken chase down the road that has to separate at the last second not yeah. to run over a cameraman. I mean, yeah. I I know that I'm hyping another movie, but still, it's like you still get to see it in this movie. Yes. Uh, it's a hell of a trailer for Striking Distance. Yeah. And you should really watch Striking Distance because it's it's really good. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I think, yes, this is the winner mm-hmm. <laughs> somehow, which is sad to say because this is just ripping off City on Fire. I assume they legally paid for the footage. That's how it works. Yeah, I would think you'd have to for this much of it. Yes. Uh, I would think at some point someone would say, hey, <laughs> hold the fuck on. But uh, he made a lot of these around this time. So I, I know at one point, I forget which movie it was, but there's like 15 minutes lifted from Terminator 2, which when I whatever movie that was, when I saw it, I, there had been enough time since Terminator 2 had come and gone that when I saw it, I was like, holy shit, this guy makes movies. And then I was like, wait, no, hmm. <laughs> he didn't blow up half of Los Angeles. <laughs> I don't think so. But it matches really well, like sitting down with that kind of footage and figuring out how you're going to match it with the dumb insert shots that you're doing and make it seem close enough to what you're going for. Well, you you laughed at, uh, verbally out loud when during the striking distance <laughs> footage, there is a point where both the bad guy and the good guys launch off this thing and, <laughs> and send their car into a uh, sideways spiral, you know, end over end kind of thing. Yeah. And... <laughs> They insert a shot of Ice T and and J- John Bradley like whoa, <laughs> just, in, in, you just know. spinning the shot around. Right, yeah, really. It's <laughs> it's just pretty funny. It's real good. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a it's a it's an enjoyable bad movie. Like I said, other than like other than the fact that I was utterly baffled by you know Kathy Lee Crosby showing up and everyone being like, oh my gosh, and me being like, <laughs> okay, is is she? Because I, I didn't know who she was. I was like, is Elizabeth Sherman? Is, is she playing herself? Is is that, is that supposed to mean something? Like when she said Elizabeth Sherman, and then they started talking about magic. I was like, "That's not the bewitched lady. That's Elizabeth Montgomery. She'd be a lot older." <laughs> I, know. Um, I know. What? Yeah. And then for half a second, I was like, "Wait, is she playing like one of the characters from the first, like the the famous lady from the first movie?" I don't know. Like, yeah. or is she supposed to be the TV lady in this or something? But it's like, no, she's on some TV show with spells. Mm-hmm. So yeah, maybe they yeah. were going for the bewitched thing, but just. <laughs> Couldn't, I don't know. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. What a weird thing we just did. That's so strange. Um, but yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I just these are the kind of weird little things that I like finding, like these movies where it's like, I I just think if you showed this to somebody who had no idea that it was made mostly of stock footage, they'd be like, damn, that's a pretty good B movie. Sure. I I would say without a doubt, it would be hard to know that the striking distance footage came from a another yes. movie yeah because i mean we're talking about three years like the film stock looks the same yeah you know, I mean, it's, it's pretty it close it's pretty good some of the city on fire stuff it's 
depending on which shots, it's like, yeah, that's. Oh wait, no. Yeah. Besides, everyone <laughs> suddenly has seventies hair and mustaches. You know, just and the fact that like there are direct shots of like modern day fire engines taking out, taking off from the station, and then suddenly cut to like those weird like open cab ones they used yeah. to have and stuff with yeah. like the big lights sticking up by itself. It was like, yeah, was this ever a good idea? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, good job, Jim Minorsky. <laughs> Way to go. Uh, yeah. So there we go. Another episode in the yeah. books. Uh, thank you guys mm-hmm. for, uh, for for sticking with us uh, as we set the internet ablaze with our... <laughs> ablaze. <laughs> with our, uh, man, the, the, these are the podcasts that really people want. They... they they don't know they want them, but mm-hmm. I'm telling you, we're doing a service here of like who who out there has compared City on Fire and Ablaze? I don't know. <laughs> I yeah, probably six or seven I other mean, podcasts. Probably <laughs> definitely Jim Wynarski and the company uh, who made this movie. I would I would assume yeah, they yeah. probably compared it a little yeah. bit, yeah. but uh, yeah. Anyway, so thanks thanks for giving us the opportunity to make this. Uh, being a, a supporter of us on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash bmfcast. Dollar gets you this show. A dollar is what gave us the opportunity to do this for you. I think the DVD we had cost a dollar, so there you go. It's a one-to-one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but don't get the DVD. Watch it on Amazon yeah, yeah. Prime if you can, because yes. it's in HD. Correct. So, yeah, you, you get both... Uh, you get Striking Distance, City on Fire, and Ablaze, all in HD, for the low, low price of what you're paying for Amazon Prime a year. So. Right. Uh, I believe we're taking a break from extra next week. There might be a break next week. Yeah. Uh, we will be back soon. Yeah, it's it's not going to be a long break. We I know we keep saying there's going to be a break. Yeah, um, but we've there's we've flux. stockpiled some things, and so we'll we'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, more than likely, not an episode next week, but you never know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, no, don't fear because we will be back with more eventually. Yeah, fear. Yeah, don't fear. No fear. No fear means cavalier. Uh, That's it. We're done. I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. And this is Bamcast Extra out. (laughs) 